What's up, family? I'm Juan Castillo, and when I'm on social media, my favorite show to watch is the Don't Shoot the Messenger weekly podcast. Chris G, professional Sutton, Rucker Report, delivers sports the way it's supposed to be, real and authentic. So get ready to be entertained. My boys are ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, the Rucker Report, a.k.a. Jerry. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me, X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family, what up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Let me just do a quick mic test. I just want to make sure that we good. Everybody can hear us. Cause okay, there we go. Yeah, we good. We good. Cause somebody do like a quick, you know, thumbs up. Let me know if you can hear us. I just want to make sure we we all in here. We live in effect. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another edition of Don't You the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy Chris G. And it's your boy the record report. Cheers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So first and foremost, we want to say. Happy New Year's, fellas. It's good to be here with, with my brothers. No doubt. Yeah, you know I mean, it's good to, yeah. you know, have something to say. We got a lot going on. Yeah, also, I ain't got nothing to say. We sound good. Yeah. Chris said we sound good. I ain't got nothing to say. So now that, so, you know, we're going to have a good show. Um, You know, we definitely want to thank our sponsor, 94.3 WYBC. The Rhythm of the City. So also, I just want to make a quick a few announcements. One, um, we will be going to YouTube more, so we will be transitioning because Facebook's fucking us over. Shout out to uh, Nick and uh, Rob Davis already shooting that smoke off on you, quick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that smoke off on you, quick. Listen, listen, I ain't worried about Rob, man. Bang. I ain't worried about Rob, man. Shout out to Rob anyway, punk ass. But anyway, um, <laughs> so we so we will be going from Facebook to YouTube more, and also we do got a special treat for y'all. Uh, we will be on um, 94.3 WYBC. Oh, you want me to drop the rhythm of the city for that too? There we All go. Right, there go. we go. So no, 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 be... from the top, from the top, okay. from the top. So we will be on uh, 94.3 WYBC. The rhythm of the city. Yes, we will we be go. making our grand entrance probably in the next few weeks, though. You know what I mean? We we gonna have a seven o'clock slot. You know, we are gonna be talking about sports. We are gonna be having some fun. We are gonna be having some fun. So, no, yeah, no, that, that need a little that. bit more. Okay, okay go ahead. I go mean. Ahead. I'm yeah, just saying, off. like, I'm just listen, I'm big, I, first of all, we started off, we started off in the two bedroom, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? The studio was in the two bedroom yeah. in the hood, okay? It wasn't all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> two bedroom in the hood, just just the dude who wanted to vent about uh yeah. LeBron losing to the Warriors in 2015. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, I want to yeah, give yeah, you your yeah, credit here. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, he just on. wanted to vent about that. And then what did he do? He was like, Yo, listen, I want to talk a little boxing. I see said, I don't really know boxing though. You know who I know who know boxing? My boy Chris. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. Say, yo, Chris, yo, you want to be on my show? I was like, sure. Let, let, let's, I'll, I'll be on your show. No problem. Do the show. Had a great show, by the way. Thank you. That was a great show. I think that was the second episode. And then, um, you know, I'm just giving a quick story. And that was the second episode. And then he was like, yo, man, Chris, yeah, that was such a good show. How about we do this together? Mm. And I was like. You sure, man? Because I was kind of thinking of doing my own thing. I don't want to step on your toes. He was like, come on, man. You my brother. He was like, let's do the show together. We do the show together. Next, 
couple couple months down the line, he go, yo, I want to talk some basketball. I know this ill dude that talk basketball, my boy Ruck. And I go, who? Mm. He go, my boy Ruck. He go, yo. I go, let's put him on the show then. So he goes and does it on the show. I'm talking about me and Ruck never met each other, nah. never talked to each other. First time on the mic, it's like we knew each other for years. My man. Right? And my I said, yo. I said, Quet. I know he all the way in Jersey. This is when I thought he lived in Jersey. Um, I said, yo, I know he all the way in Jersey. He got to be on the show. He go, no, nah, he, ain't, he ain't in Jersey. He just say Jersey all the time. I said, oh, he one of those. But then he was like, <laughs> but then he was like, Don DeMarco. Marco. Then he was like, bang, bang. He'll do the show. I was like, yo, let's reach out to him. We reach out to him. And he goes, yo, I'm in. Let's do the show. Now, we all in the hood. Yeah. All then, in the hood. Then. Then we go, yo, we need to do bigger and better things. So we come out to North Haven for a couple shows. We come out when I was living out in North Haven. Mm. We out of the hood now. We in the boonies. Mm -hmm. And then my, our brother, Ruck, goes, you know what, man? I got a beeline on a studio we could get. Mm. Like, how about we ramp this up a little bit? Remember oh, them days. Huh? Remember them days. So then we go. Then we go out to West Haven, and we got our own studio. Right? And we still shooting our shots. Then we, we get a couple undergrads under us. They do a little stuff. That fizzled mm. out, but it's all good, right? <laughs> then next thing you know, he go, listen, man, we could do this at my new spot. I, I ain't going to disclose the location, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we go to another spot where we are right now. And Juan, Uncle Juan, the OG. The OG. He go, man, I like what y'all brothers is doing. I want in. I want in. And then Uncle Juan... Lived up to his word because he said this over a year ago. Mm -hmm. He goes, listen, I want to put y'all on 94.3. He said, I want y'all to be there. I think y'all good enough. I like what y'all brothers is doing. I want to put you there. Just give me some time. Mm -hmm. And true to word. True to word. Uncle Juan came through. And now your niggas made it. Yeah. So I want to first, I want to first give honor. <laughs> Woo. I ain't got no rag. To the pastor of this show. All right. And one of the leaders in Woo. my life. Woo. Mark Quet Professional Sutton. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this man. Never would have made it. Yes. <laughs> let me tell you something. The dedication that this man has shown on, man. to the show, mm -hmm. to his brothers, mm -hmm. and the commitment mm -hmm. that he's put in. Listen, niggas ain't getting paid for this. At all. At all. Uh, everything's been our own money. Yeah. And let me tell you, the first person is to put something up. That black man right there. Yep. That black life right there. <laughs> right there. That's an inside joke. And when you hear us on 94.3, you'll get it even <laughs> more. Get it but, 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 but that man, that life right there, put in the hard work and the dedication. And I just want to say, I want to say thank you to Quet. I want to say thank you to Ruck. I want to say thank you to Uncle Juan, 94.3 WYBC, because it was a long journey. The journey ain't over. Mm -hmm. There's still some more goals to get. Mm -hmm. But this is a big deal. And I wasn't just going to let him just, oh, well, we on WYBC at uh, 7 o'clock. I ain't just going to let him breeze over yeah, that. Can't gloss over that. That yeah, man, this man right here worked really hard, yep. really hard to get us to this point, And he deserved some credit and some validation for it. I love you, brother. Thank you. And, you know. oh, that was, Wait, that was, one, one, was, one more thing. One more thing. Good. Since we in the in Chris the vein, take it off and then screw it off. Since we in the vein of giving it, Chris did such an eloquent job. Nah, 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 Speaking of the, uh, the professional Sutton, I just want to say because we're making this move, 
you know, Chris, I wanted to surprise you by announcing it here today. You know, speaking for Chris and myself, we're going to forego that five dollars that you owe us <laughs> from the cash app. Just want to let you know that we are going to count that as a team loss and we're going to keep it moving. So, Chris, I know you ain't saying Chris, but I feel like I can speak for both of us. There you go, straight. Listen, man, I just want to thank y'all, man. You know, again, and also we got to thank Tara, we got to thank Rose, we got to thank my lady Myra, we yes, got to thank everybody. Yes, sir. You know, people who actually, you know, been yes, listening to us. You, Rob Davis, you. you know what I mean? Who've been Larry always love. showing us love. Larry and love, boom. Um, Nick, the mad scientist. You yes, know, we're gonna have you on in a little bit, Nick. Don't worry. Um, but again, you know, my brothers, man, because without you guys personally and doing this, I don't know where I'll be. I mean, we Yo, we we really we really been in this though. Yo, for real, for a minute oh, we've been in this like, for a long time. Like son, we almost had the the Charlemagne beef. You know, oh with your yeah, boy, with your boy. I ain't gonna name no names. Oh yeah, oh, oh yes, boy, I out in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yes, I am. Bitch ass. <laughs> <coughs> sucker. But um, yeah, man, we've been in this for a minute. So. Oh, oh Nick, we'll. Oh Nick. Oh yeah, Nick. Oh, I'm locked in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Here we go. oh I'm locked in. Oh, oh man, Nick, I wish he ready I had my sound effects. He ready for you. He ready for you, Nick. Da, da, da. But yeah, we've been at this for a minute, man. Feel good. So again, as you can tell, we all together. We in the studio. Um, we're gonna have some fun, but we gotta let our brother Chris, you know, talk his best because if you don't no. know, Dabble Sweeney, <laughs> who is the head coach of uh Clemson, he goes, Well, you know, Ohio State only deserved to be uh number eleven because they only played about six games. So <laughs> in my book, I don't think that that really counts, and that's no knock on them. They stink. I'm just saying though, when you play six games, you know, it's not much we can talk about. He said, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna apologize no. for what I said because <laughs> I thought that uh eleven ain't bad. They're they're a great football team, and we're a great football team, and and both teams played to win the game. So I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> said, I just like <laughs> what I'm not going to do is let you tell me I need to apologize. Oh well, listen. Every time I see it, I got to say it. I yo and uh, Nick. Nick knows what that's about. And uh, <clears throat> look, there's a lot of and Larry Love. Please excuse me because this is going to be highly disrespectful, and I mean it with all disrespect. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of fuck yous going around because. First, let me start at the top. First, let me start at the top. And that be Dabo Sweeney. Okay. Listen, I listen, this might be a little controversial, but y'all know this. I like Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I got no beef with Clemson. I yeah. listen, I respect the, the hustle. Cause if y'all remember when um, Bobby Bowden Jr. Mm. used to be at Clemson and there was mm. a struggle, mm. you know, yes. Dabo turned that program into the powerhouse that they are today. That's true. I've always been a Deshaun Watson's fan. I, I was a Taj Boyd fan. Oh, yeah. I, um, you know, obviously Nuke, um, yeah. all the receivers that they put. Listen, I'm a fan of Clemson. I'm not a fan of Dabble Sweeney. That's true. And I tell you why I'm not a fan of Dabble Sweeney, because I was originally. But then, you know, as I would say, as uh, the recruiting process of going after the big guys became a struggle and he had to fight with it with Ohio State. Then all of a sudden, all these extra jabs start coming out mm-hmm. at Ohio State. Now, listen, we recruit against Alabama. We beat Alabama for players all the time. Alabama beats us for players. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We don't shoot no jabs. We don't shoot no jabs. only time we shot jabs at Alabama is when we beat them in the first college football player. That's the only time we took some jabs. <laughs> but, I mean, that was in right. playing each other. 
But other than that, Alabama's a great program. I mean, I know he don't like Nick Saban, but they're a great program. Program they do what they do. This year I had to give him his props. Got to give him, yeah. got to give him a props. They 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 do uh they do real good. Mm-hmm. But 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 all of a sudden Dabo's got this real beef, thinking that and I, I got to give props to um Colin Coward. He brought this to my attention. He says I he said he thought that Dabo feels like Alabama is the only other team in the nation that's on their level in Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. Everybody be putting on their level, and he didn't feel that Ohio State was on. Alabama and Clemson levels. First of all, <clears throat> that is false. The lie detector came back and determined that was a lie. Okay, first and foremost, and I think he has something personal against us. Now, listen, we were four and zero against Clemson going into this game, but we rarely ever played Clemson, and we had only played them in you know you know a, a tournament type setting. We've never played them in some regular season type stuff. So you know whatever whatever the case may be. And when they beat us, they beat us with Deshaun Watson. They beat us with Taj Boyd and Nuke on a last-second uh, uh, touchdown that they got to, to to win. And then, obviously, everybody remembers when um, JT Barrett, who I've never been a fan of, got beat 31 Donut. <laughs> and everybody uh, everybody remembered the game last still, year. still which taking was great. shots at JT. Always, man. Always. Know, always man. and forever. But he is he, – listen, he broke all the records in Ohio State. Because he was there for seven years. It but listen. <laughs> he, is, he is a legend in Ohio State. He's a so super, you got to give. Senior. Credit with credit. He's a legend. He's a player, but (laughs) he's a player. player. He just happened to play quarterback for a time for too long at Ohio State. But I I digress. Listen, this is all about President Ohio State. We don't, we don't, we don't got to get into that stuff. So Dabo puts up this bulletin board material and says, I'm going to rank him 11. Now, listen, I'm going to be honest. I understand why he did it. First of all, Dabo did it because he has this metric that a lot of Southerners and people who didn't have to get games canceled, mm. have. It was like, well, we didn't have to. COVID, we're from the South, and we don't respect COVID like that, so we're going to play. So we feel that we should get uh, a little bit more than everybody else because, you know, we didn't respect COVID like that. I wonder how Sunshine feel about that. And, and listen, Sunshine had to miss two games. That's the reason why they lost mm-hmm. to Notre Dame the first time. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the protocols for COVID and everything down south are totally different than the ones up north. Oh, Aaron Fleming. Oh, he's a Notre Dame guy, too. Is he? Every- well, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Um, <laughs> everything that he touched becomes Duke. Okay. But go ahead. <laughs> so so, so because up north had different protocols than, than down south, you know, a lot of the southern teams took offense to anybody else being able to make it to the college football championship or be – looked upon as one of the best teams in the nation. Okay. Again, the lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> because Ohio State was clearly one of the best teams in the nation. And listen, and we'll get to Notre Dame, but so was Notre Dame. Notre Dame was one of the best teams in the nation. Mm-hmm. It just was what it just was what it was. So anyway, all of that being said, you know, he ranks us 11th to for one for recruiting purposes cuz he wants to let everybody he wants to know let the future people who could be coming to Clemson, Ohio State, that are making the decision that they're not on our level. That's why they're all, they're all the way down here. So I get the Jedi mind trick. Also, he wanted a built-in excuse. So if he beats them, he says, see, I told you they wasn't ready. They only played six games. But if they lose, they go, listen, man, they were the fresher guys. They only played six games. Dabble, <laughs> <laughs> he got some Trumpian-level mm, tactics I mean, he's from Alabama. Him. He's from Alabama, again. And then, and then Randell shots up to Randell. What dude slept with his mom until he was like 14? Happy birthday, Randell. Just want to put that yeah. out there. 
Yeah. Um, well, yeah, right. So he, he did all that. So he had a built-in excuse. And then, obviously, with the way Ohio State had been playing of late, it was it was valid for everybody to think that Clemson should be the better team. Now, mind you, he was looking at the six games as he feels like they're getting a, a edge because they only had to play six right, games. Yeah. I was looking at it as a Buckeye going, I feel bad about playing six games because, yo, we didn't have time to – to to cultivate right. a good you know chemistry chemistry right. with each You're, other it, again it was your commissioner it ain't like you guys like yo we're not gonna play mm -hmm. right commissioner who was new he didn't want no problem we had a pandemic again we do things a little bit differently up north i don't know maybe safer but anyway so he said <laughs> i don't want nobody to die so football is not all that important right now when we can, we can, we do, we do. Exactly. I mean, and then again, who don't want to see Ohio State play? Ohio State play, they beat who's in front of them convincingly. And well, listen, is. we struggle with Northwestern. I mean, but now I, I do want to make this point. We were missing 22 players that, that's when we saying. played come Northwestern. But uh, I've seen a lot of news sites didn't want to bring that up, but whatever. So we struggle. Uh, Justin Fields had struggled this year, but I wonder why. Because we kept having to miss practice. Yeah. You know, we kept having to go through. Um, protocols because you know this team had to pull out and that team had to pull out we only played one home game and we only played two home games this year right the last home game we played was over like over like a month and a half yeah, ago yeah. when we played hey, indiana like it was a it was a tough year no spring ball no really? spring ball no nothing it was a tough year right so uh -oh, uh -oh, it makes sense we'll, we'll get to that we'll okay. get to that okay. we'll get to that okay but when put up when we had some time to practice and we had all our, we got all our players back and we still didn't have all our players back our actual starting running back master Teague, wasn't available for this game for uh but he had concussion protocol things but um you know we get back up and you see what we could do yeah. we 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 romped him mm, mm, mm. we romped him and uh you know it was satisfying because you know fuck that boat and i also want to say <laughs> But before coming. I let the mic go, the, the other person that's on my fuck you list is Rex Ryan. And I'm going to tell you why Rex Ryan is on. He be on Get Up talking cash. I mean, he's taught cash shit. Last year, he was like, I don't know why everybody's excited about Ohio State Clemson. It's going to be a route. Clemson's going to destroy him like they did before. And we all saw the instant classic that last year was. Then we come back this year, and he's talking shit about Justin Fields. Like, oh, people want to take Justin Fields after uh, – uh, uh, sunshine. Okay, you we see how the quarterback of Ohio State is doing right now. You took Mark Sanchez, but go ahead, right? Right, right. <laughs> and then he goes, Oh, Clemson's gonna romp him again. Yo, that's I wonder how Rex Ryan's doing, probably jacking off to some feet like he likes to do that. Fucking fuck Rex Ryan, okay. <laughs> and then I want to say, fuck Desmond Howard. This is my last one, oh, and it's not oh, just because Desmond Howard's from Michigan, it's because he was another one talking cash shit about. I don't know if this is the real Ohio State I mean, Chris, and Justin you know Fields. And, no, no, no. Fuck Desmond Howard. Fuck his Heisman. <laughs> fuck Michigan. All right? I want to put all of that out there. <laughs> we this is my time. This. I'm we reclaiming my time. Listen, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my... Listen, yes. when we do the 94.3 show that's going to be pre-taped, this will be all clean in PG-13. But as I'm going right now, I'm reclaiming my time. Fuck Desmond Howard. Fuck Rex Ryan. Fuck Dabo Sweeney. We in the building. Buckeyes. O-H-I-O. And that's it on your ass. Oh, uh, yeah. Bro. That was brought to you by Ciroc and Hennessy <laughs> right there. And a little bit of marijuana. Because he went I don't smoke. Yo, no, I just a, say a clean was, living. 
Yo. Well, I mean, sometimes. All right, go ahead. Larry Love says, "Look at the f bomb." Yo. <laughs> Yo, I feel like I feel like me and you sitting over here like smacking the Puerto Rican dude that be next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, Yo, time, son, time, <laughs> time. And he don't care no more time. He's just like, y'all care what y'all talk about. Y'all nah, care what F that, about. yo. He cheated. <laughs> Listen, I said I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my time yes, to to yes, to go off because I was not feeling the hate that was coming Ohio State way. Now listen, I was listen, this game was tight for me. As you all as as all three yeah, everybody yeah. in here know. I told I need radio silence. Yeah. I said don't call. I didn't want to pick up phones for people. He said, "Yo." I said, "Listen, this is even do it. Don't bother me right now." We were supposed to do a show yesterday, people. Yeah. And Chris said, "I nah, don't know what y'all I, doing, yeah. but at 801, that's not what I'm doing. It's over. That's not what I'm doing." Son, it was like, "Yo, talking to Chris yesterday was like the first time that scandal came on <laughs> and you couldn't talk to no women in America." Yeah. yeah. That was like Chris the other day. I was like, golly. And Chris is really confident. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Chris, he was like, yo, listen, I don't want nothing. Listen, I don't, yo, listen, don't say it quick. Yo, whatever both, you got going on, I don't want to hear it. Like, yo, both just, teams play hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's listen. So I'm not gonna lie, I was actually happy to see um Ohio State win yeah. yesterday because you know what happens is you got teams like Clemson, you know, they become good, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all good. But then you got other there, like the fan base who's talking cold cash shit. Mm. Like, I mean, again, I'm a Florida guy. You know, I got my nephew in the building. His um <laughs> Sooners did they trash. Thing. I mean, trash. Listen, you know, they did their <laughs> thing. But then you got the fans come. I never met a Clemson fan. You know what I'm saying? Two things I never met living up north. Clemson fan and the slave. I'm just saying. Never met it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but it's a lot of. Okay. Okay. A lot of Clemson fans wait, won't wait be in the Wait a second. That is hold on. That is not gonna be on 94.3. No, it's not. That way, wait, nah. But that won't be the so. But what I'm saying is that I liked how y'all got it done because I want to see what excuses are they gonna say. Because you all know when you have a white mobile quarterback, the NFL loves that. You know what I'm saying? You know they love it. And Justin Fields, they was picking him apart all season, all season. Oh, he's not good, he's not this, he's not that. Can can we get into can we get into that for a minute? Because Listen, and and I'm actually this is going to sound crazy. I'm actually a Sunshine fan. Me too. Right. Yeah, me too. Yes, I do like Sunshine. But I think they have overhyped his skill set so much that they put him in this other realm where there are there's supposedly nobody else around him. Yeah. Right? He's supposed to be the next. He's supposed to be the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Yeah. But here, but here's the thing. In in the bright lights game, he got. Sorely outplayed, outplayed by somebody that they said wasn't as good, wasn't as accurate, couldn't make those same type of throws. It in feels even when they were talking about when the game, they were talking about the roads that they both traveled to mm-hmm. get there, how they're both from Georgia, yep. and Fields was already behind them, and this and that. Six touchdowns, how many points? 52. Oh, 49. We have 49, 40, 49 points. 49, 49 points. points. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Came back after a big hit. 22 of 28, 385 yards. He had as many touchdowns as he had in completions. Six. Mm-hmm. He was uh he, he he had some lasers. And I mean some dimes and, that he threw. And the bombs, yeah. the two bombs that he threw were absolutely picture perfect throws. That's and that's with. I'm not. I'm gonna. Spe- I'm gonna speculate a little bit, but I know he at least got fractured ribs. Yeah, he got yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. I know he at least got yeah, fractured got ribs, well, and and those were them dimes that he threw were 
after. Yes. Yeah. After now, that. Now, yeah. listen. Now, speaking of, you know, the Big Ten, you know, we got Chris, who's an expert, but we also got one of our favorites. Oh, you know, we also got the biggest Nick. boss of the boss when it comes to the Big Ten. Nick. Man. We got my man, Nick. Nick, what's going on, Happy man? Happy New Year, Nick. You know, I sit here in a pained expression knowing that when I saw you guys were going live, I would have to listen to Mr. Gay pontificate to the point of no return <laughs> regarding his OHIO State Buckeyes who absolutely deserved everything they got last night. <laughs> I give you props, my friend. That was an amazing performance. And I can tell you right, right now, Vegas is crying in their beers because I can only imagine what people were betting that game. Oh, yes. Set. <laughs> but a couple things that I do need to refute, good sir, which uh -oh. we talk about. Hey, Come on, Nick. You were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. I have to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. The first thing is one thing I definitely did agree with you was regarding the rankings when it came out because Ohio State had only played six games due to COVID. And we all understood what happened with that. They had a tough time with Northwestern. Yes. They had a tough time with Indiana. Yes. And, you know, when Dabo gave his ranking of 11 and he explained the situation as why they did it, you know, at first I thought it was the ultimate slap in the face to Ohio State. And I still think it was a backhanded compliment towards them from Dabo and Dabo got everything he deserved. But when you think about it in the overall scheme of things, when the Big Ten granted Ohio State to play in the, in the Big Ten championship game, they pretty much threw Indiana under the bus. Indiana actually did play pretty much a full season. And now we're seeing what's going to happen with Indiana, that they're covering up the Big Ten logo on their jersey and their helmet and stuff like that, thinking that, you know, because they are not Ohio State, that they wouldn't get the same respect as they would say. Of course not. So when you think about it, you know, a lot of people, there was a lot of consternation by fans and pundits out there that Ohio State has got to play in the, you know, in the college football playoff with only six games under their belt. And, you know, I, I see where the argument is coming from, but then you saw this game last night and now you know why they are one of the top four teams in the nation. Now one of the top two teams in the nation. And it wasn't Ohio state's fault that they only played six games. You know, we're in, a, we're in a crisis right now. We, yeah. all, we all know that. And people get sick. We all know that. Was it Ohio State's fault that they only played six games? No. I mean, Michigan State tucked their tail. We're COVID, COVID. We don't want to play Ohio State this year. You know, and other teams did the same. Oh, you know, oh, hold on, there. Nick. Nick, that was Michigan, not Michigan State. I said Michigan. Uh, it's not like you said Michigan State. And it, just in case you did, let's be clear. It was the Wolverines, Michigan, and Ann Arbor. Those bitches. Go ahead. Yeah. You can yeah. <laughs> we, know. we know how much you, you absolutely are a closet Wolverine fan. We totally <laughs> I just want to let it be known, though, Nick, when I was in Michigan last year, I was in Michigan. I was maybe about, I was about 20 miles away from Ann Arbor. I was Ohio State this, Ohio State that. I let them all know because, you know, my, 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 my father and my stepmother and my sisters live in Michigan. I let everybody know it's O-H. I-O. All day long. So, you know, even when I go to Michigan, 
they still bitches. Yeah. <laughs> well, going back to what I was saying now, you look on the other side of things, and I'm talking about the team that was ranked fourth, the team that, you know, can't win a major game, even if they were lives dependent on it. <laughs> I've had arguments with a lot of people about the Notre Dame fighting Irish. And when Notre Dame beat Clemson earlier this year, I said it. I was like, they beat him without Trevor Lawrence. Watch what's going to happen in the ACC championship game when they play, when they play a healthy Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah. What happened? They got spanked. They lost by 21. I actually said I don't think they should be deserving of a top of being in the top four. That Clemson victory to me now rang hollow. So what did Bill Hancock and the College Football Playoff Committee do? They put Notre Dame in. They shut aside all the other teams that I thought that were like really deserving to be there, oh. Texas A&M, Cincinnati, mm. other programs as well, and look at what ended up happening. Once again, Notre Dame in the College Football Playoff semifinal, getting its behinds, smacked left and right, front and center, and one of the Already possibly a highlight of 2021 that took place with the hurdle. That's all it's going to be called from now on, the hurdle. And you just say – and I just sat there when I was watching this game. You know, I'm a Notre Dame fan. You guys know that. I am a Notre Dame fan. I just sat there. I had no emotion. I was just like, typical. (laughs) Well, listen, Nick, I want to give you a little bit of – I want to give you a little bit of uh, some solace. I don't think it's necessarily Notre Dame's fault that they can't compete on the highest of levels because Notre Dame is a very, very tough academic school. They don't they don't cut no slack for athletes no to get point. in there. Like you have to be a great student athlete to be in Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love Ohio State, as much as you know Alabama and Clemson puts out, you know, great talent f- from a school standpoint they will cut some corners to get players that they feel that can help their football mm-hmm. program in where Notre Dame, they, they're not going to do that. No, they don't care. They're not going to do that. You have to be academically <laughs> elite yeah. to be at Notre Dame. If I'm not mistaken, isn't there like to get into Notre Dame, you got to have like a, like a 1260. It's something, it's, it's something, something ridiculously high for your SATs to be in Notre Dame. And that that's going to take a lot of the best athletes out of, out of uh, the pool that you can get to go there. And I do think that Brian Kelly has done a great job with the talent that he can actually get in Notre Dame. Now, are they good enough to compete with the the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States of the world? Probably not. But I do think, you know, they they do show, they they get as much as they can out of the players that they get. That's true. I agree with you 100% with that. But when you look back, when Lou Holtz was head coach, you know, in the 80s and 90s, and who they brought into the program. You're talking guys like Reggie Waters, Tony Rice, Mm -hmm. you know, guys that had the skill set that didn't much have the brain power as what you say, but they brought in players that, you know, academically wise, maybe were like, C, you know, B to C, you know, B to C, but they still survived the academic rigors while they played at the highest level. True. Ever since Lou Holtz went away, and then you had Bob Davey, you had Tyrone Willingham, you had all, you know, now you have, you know, now you have Brian Kelly. They still bring in 
high caliber players. You can't forget but it's different boy. now. You can't it's forget different. uh what's his name? Charlie White or what's his name? Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss. They still, pay, they still paying Charlie Weiss, ain't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> Charlie Weiss got the Bobby Bonilla contract. Let's yes, he did. he did. So, but when you think about it, you see all these players going to all the other elite schools. That's because, let's put it like this, na national championships count for a lot more these days yes, they do. than mm -hmm. academics. Million. And that's why you always see Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, all these other programs get all the top, you know, top level talent. Notre Dame still does get top level. They always end up with a, like a top ten, top fifteen, you know, recruiting class. But it's always like on the bottom side of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you're never, you're never going to see Notre Dame in the top five. I don't think ever again. If they do, I will be very, very surprised. They can get there. They could. They could get there again. I mean, if they go the independent route. And you know, fix that schedule how they usually do it. You know, I think that they can definitely make it. I think that this, you know, them joining ACC this year was actually a pretty good thing. You know, especially with the COVID and you know, and and not being able to play the team that they wanted to play. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's good. But one thing about Notre Dame is again, they understand money. They understand um, how TV works. I think that they were one of the first colleges to actually get that TV deal. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like they understand. Like, listen, we're gonna play these games because we know academically we can't get the athletes that we want but guess what we can get we can get that top 10 rating mm -hmm. we can still get kids watching and we can get that nbc money so that's yep. what they're going to always be no matter where notre dame is they're always going to be visible and when you're visible people tend to i don't know rank you because you're just there so they're going to get back mm. and you know definitely top five soon so top five soon. so for me it's like this notre dame is like Notre Dame is is the Mike Tyson of college football. Mm -hmm. They're always going to be a draw, no matter mm -hmm. who you, yeah, that's true. That's no true. matter who you put them against. They're yeah. always going to be a draw, and for that, that keeps them in the game. I think one of the things that you alluded to, Nick, when when uh, Nick Holt, when Lou Holtz was there, one of the things that he had with those guys that you mentioned was that they were really good, talented players, but they were also really high character guys, mm -hmm. right? where a lot of the other schools back in that time, when you talk about a Florida state, when you talk about a Miami, they got that supreme talent, but they also knew that they had a lot of head cases. Mm -hmm. right? Catholics versus the convicts. Catholics versus the convicts. So, yeah. it, and it's still, that theme still rings true today. That's why there was so many people watching the Clemson game. Hey, Rock. People hoped that Notre Dame would beat Clemson, hey, would Rock. beat the new powerhouse. So it's always going to be a draw. They're always going to be there. But I think, again, and one of the things that Brian Kelly was actually very good at when he was at Cincinnati was recruiting Northeast. Yes. I think Notre Dame's problem is that they're so pigeonholed into the Northeast. Mm -hmm. They haven't made a lot of big splashes down South. So in terms of Chip Kelly, well, in terms of, excuse me, Brian Kelly and his staff, they need to look at adding some people that down can south, recruit West Coast. down south. Say people can say what they want. Just switching gears for a minute. People can say what they want about Dion and in his move at Jackson State, but he has surrounded himself with a number of people that one have experience in the professional game mm -hmm. and two can recruit across the country. Yes, and that's one of the things that. When you talk about in Alabama, when you talk about a Clemson, when you talk about 
a Florida, when you talk about a Texas, those type of schools, it rings louder for these kids nowadays. And it's easier for them to go and, and pluck the best of that top five. Like Notre Dame is always going to have a top 10, top 15 recruiting class. But again, take how many four stars and five stars are in that class? You know, if I get 20 kids that are all three stars, yeah, I'm going to have a top 10 recruiting class too. Yeah. But what it will equate to on the field is going to be much different mm -hmm. than those other schools. That's true. That's true. And you know what? That um, real quick, um, and and, I, and then I'll let you go, Nick. Um, two things. Like Raymond B. Bennett said, shout out to him. He said uh, they have a strong brand. Notre Dame has a strong brand. Whether you're talking um, college, high school, when you think of Notre Dame, you think mm -hmm. of a good school because, again, it's usually private. It's Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. But then also, like you said, with that Mike Tyson, no matter what, even when Alabama was doing their thing in, you know, the early, you know, like the late 2000s, early 2010, whatever, and they were making a mark, it was uh, okay, right? It was, again, it, it was, you know, they were winning, it was okay, but nothing was like seeing Notre Dame. Like mm -hmm. when Notre Dame got, Notre Dame is like the Dallas Cowboys. They're like, they're like mm -hmm. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, you got a good point. Yep. When Notre Dame is doing good, people love the Wild College for, especially the old peers, because, they, you know, they want to see the old school Ohio State, Notre Dame. They want to see those games. Listen, when, when and just adding to your point too, quite like what people love to see, and especially college football peers, when the game is at its best, is when Notre Dame is really good, yep. when Penn State is really good, mm -hmm. you know, and then you have the Florida, the Alabama, Miami, the Florida Alabama, State. the Clemson. Mm -hmm. When Florida State is really good, college football is better. When USC yep. is mm -hmm. good, yes. you know, yep, yep. so Texas, it, it's a lot Texas. of Texas. Texas yeah. You know, when you, when you yeah. go that route, college football becomes something different. But I think one of the other things that has happened and I, I was glad to see it because we're seeing more teams like Cincinnati, right? Mm -hmm. We're seeing kids say that they can make it at any school. Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. I mean, Clemson, again, Chris alluded to it. When when Junior was there, it was bad. Yeah. Listen, say what you want. And, and I don't like him no more because I just think he left his eye and dry. But <laughs> say what you want. Jimbo did his thing at Texas A&M. Oh, yes, he did. You yes, know, so again, when we get those programs to get back and stand on their feet, they'll be great. Notre Dame is always going to be in the running always. because everybody wants to root for them. Yeah. You know, so. When one for the Gipper. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead, Nick. I'm going to give you the final, um, you know, the final point. Thank you, man, for always joining us, man. You know, well, thank two you. things before I go. One, I used to have the Catholics versus Confidence convicts teenage uh, t-shirt i had it for about 20 years before it finally shredded and had to go <laughs> to its final resting place in the garbage <laughs> but, uh, what do you call but i remember that game very well and the ratings for that game were absolutely insane yeah. and with Notre dame on tv you know they're on nbc half the year and then you still can find them on either espn abc or cbs for three or four other games mm -hmm. basically every week on national tv you will find a Notre Notre dame game okay. somewhere somewhere yeah, yeah somewhere and it what do you call it? they 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 go on before anybody else yes they do now my final parting shot will be this yes yes here we go uh oh i've met Marquette two years ago and it was when I was at actually more than that now three years ago yeah, I you know I was at WBLZ sports and I had my podcast the uh the mad scientist sports lab 
And Kat was a guest of mine a couple of times. And then I came on your guys' podcast a couple of times. And I always had a lot of fun speaking to Kat and then getting to know Chris and getting to know Ruck. And today when you drop the news that you guys are actually going mainstream on 94.3, you know, it made me smile because if anybody was more deserving with all the hard work that's been put into this particular brand, it's for Ket, it's for Chris, and it's for Ruck. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be prouder. I can actually say I had a little bit of a small minuscule footprint on it because when I come on, we always have a lot of fun. Of course. Uh -huh. of course. And hopefully now that you guys are going 94.3, I, you know, I get to share my voice a little bit more, you know, when, whether it's Big Ten, boxing, football, wrestling, whatever, whatever you guys speak about. But congratulations. God Thank bless. You. Appreciate it. And I still hate Ohio State. <laughs> That's all right. We love you, Nick. <laughs> Nick, thank you, man. Thank Happy you. Happy so New much. Year. That was thank Nick you. the Mad Scientist. We appreciate you, Nick. Thank you so much. You know what? You know, it, you know, stuff like that, man. You know, seeing people like you know Nick. Also, man, we gotta mention Raphael, uh, man. This dude, he's been at the Super Bowl. He's been at um, the Hall of Fame. He's been everywhere. He's also one of those dudes who actually. You know, um, you know, make me work harder. You know what I mean? Because when you got a good circle and you got good people to look up to and you can call and, you know, they don't want nothing. They just want to see you do good. You know, guys like that and people like that really, really help and inspire me. Again, having having a crew and, like, and, you know, I tell people, yeah, I do it. But my boys, they make it, they make it easy. You know what I mean? So I just take what y'all say and I just, especially when you come to boxing, I just regurgitate to everybody else. Make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. You well, know, listen, so, man, you the, like I said, it, man. man, you the leader. And uh, we all just follow no you. Leaders, man. No leaders, and man. I just want to say thanks to everybody because it's been a lot, and we've been talking about like a lot of different subjects. Mm -hmm. Well, mainly Ohio State, but that's good. And because uh, you know, I don't really get to just talk about Ohio State for nah, forty-three minutes like I would like to. <laughs> and uh, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate my brothers let me do that. Yo, but, because because this year has been so warped, and Ohio State, like you said, they didn't get a really chance to play this year. Well, so again, not only times. that, but they were like. The news because the way Dabble was coming at you, mm -hmm. the way news angle, I mean, everybody, and, and I'm sitting there like, man, I don't know, man. I, it's something, <laughs> something tastes a little different. Tastes a little, tastes a little different. Tastes a little different. Did, and I'm gonna tell you what, that chicken that y'all had last night, man, that shit was jerk chicken. Bob, like, crazy. Chicken. But what I wanted to say is, man, I wanted to say, you know, we see everybody who's been giving us congratulations yeah. Yeah. in the comment section. We appreciate y'all. Larry Love, and Controversy Raphael, and Raymond, and, and and Randall, and everybody else who I'm missing up there, man, who's been uh, giving us shouts out, Rob Davis, and everybody, man, we all appreciate it. And like yeah. I said, you know, I feel, I feel good about it, right? But at the same time, at the same time, I'm just proud of Quet because as much as you know, it's it's all of us, and he he'll be the first one to tell you, man, it's all of us, it's all of us. I mean, we, me and uh, Ruck know mm -hmm. how how influential mm -hmm. and how you know tip of the spear, as they would say, the professional Sutton. As 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 professional Sutton was, man, he really, you know, he was the leader of this thing. He pushed it. He's the one. Matter of fact, he's the one who took an internship. Now you you call it an internship. Yeah, it he it took an internship with mm -hmm. um um Uncle Juan to get his foot in the door. 
just mm-hmm. to get us in the door. So that's all this guy. But that's all this guy. Nah, so that's why I, we got to give him the most. But I believe my product because you, you know, like I tell people, you I think Rayful I'm Edmonds, good. I, we believe you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Yo, listen, you think yeah, I'm Rayful. good? You know what I mean? John like, Thompson. You know, like you know, watch until you know my boys come on. Like I said, when I one of like I said, one of the highlights is when we went to ESPN, but also when I was talking oh, to Tony yeah. Rock. I was talking to Tony Rock. I said, "Listen, my boy, no boxing." He's like, "Yo, I don't know if your boy." I said, "Listen, I'm telling you, Tony, this is Chris Rock, brother, right?" So I said, "Yo, my boy, no boxing." And of course, I'm like, "Yeah, he's gonna be home because you know you had the twins." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Of course, I call like, oh, he ain't answering." Goddamn, Chris, all the days you won't answer. <laughs> I finally answered, and him and Tony Rock was on the phone for damn near 45 minutes, and I'm like, "All right, Tony, I gotta go." He's like, "Nah, man," and I don't okay. know who they, they was talking about boxing, but again, knowing that, and those are some mm-hmm. of the highlights that I had. You know what I mean? You know, getting to know people, getting to talk about sports because sports take you away from a lot of stuff. And that's why it was mm-hmm. tough during the pandemic because when we did have sports, you know, there was no distraction. But now that mm-hmm. sports is back, now we get to talk, you know, now we get to, you know, talk about distraction. So yes, I'm definitely proud about that. But anyway, speaking of distraction, I won't talk about the damn Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jump straight into it. Mm. I'm gonna jump straight into it. You know what I mean? Dang. Now, June, you want to let him do that, yo? You just going <laughs> to sit there and take it, June? I we won't teach you that. Now, I won't talk a lot of junk about Pittsburgh because, again, you know, it's, hey, you know, they play who they play because Pittsburgh, they are one of those teams where when they get into the playoffs, they know how to play playoff ball. So I don't want to talk too much junk about them. You know what I mean? So, something about them and the Giants. Like, they get into the playoffs and they just find <laughs> another way. But um, what do you guys think about the Steelers, man? I mean, are they in trouble or is it just too early? Rock, go ahead, man. Uh, Not yet. I, you know, you know what it is. I think at the end of the day, you're gonna you're gonna play who your schedule predicts you to play, right? So they they came out the gates eleven and zero. It looked good. Things seemed to be working. They suffered some injuries, some setbacks, just like a yeah, lot of other yeah. teams did. But I think one of the things that's happened to the Steelers since AB left, since they've lost players like Lev Bell. Yeah. Um, you can talk about James Harrison. You can talk about, I mean, hey, when Ryan Clark went over to um to Washington or left from there or whatever, what is their identity? Because what they right, used yeah. to be, the 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 bully on the block, the physical, tough football team, that's kind of been out the window. So I think that's what they've kind of struggled with. I was scared for them. And me and Chris were talking about this. When they was down 24-7 in the Colts, I was like, is this oh, yeah. going to be four in a row? I said, I know what they're going to do. They're going to blame it all on Juju, mm-hmm. right? But what are they missing? And, and the crazy thing about it was their play calling was really suspect in the first half of that game. It got better in the second half of that game. And I think – one of the things that the Steelers have to be now and that gave them the success f- through those 11 weeks was the fact that they weren't relying so heavily on one person. True, true. Because I think when they go in with a game plan that is heavy Juju, heavy James Conner, they look bad. When they give other people opportunities, they look a little bit better. And is that kid, true, nephew? Because I can get you on the mic right now. You know, we can, we can put you on. You want to oh, get on? Oh, oh. Because I got a mic. Just put it up to him. Give it to him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nephew, come on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, finish talking. I'm so, getting my nephew set up who's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan who's trying to leave. So, but go ahead, though. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, trying to leave. Go ahead, Rob. So I, I just think that, man. But I think, again, if anybody that knows football, 
will, will always tell you too, if you don't have an identity and you get into winter, if you get into December and January, it's going to be real hard to win some games. Well, I, I want to, you know, reiterate a couple points that's been made. Mm-hmm. Um, the running game is a big thing. You know, even when Connor is there, yeah. just, their running game just doesn't do it for me. No. And, I mean, when you think about when they had the uh, Killer Bees, mm. Mm. they, you know, you could rely. You could rely on Lev Bell. Mm-hmm. You could rely on um, Antonio Brown mm-hmm. on the field, not off the field. <laughs> but, um, you know. Well, if you wanted some weed, you, I mean, could, yeah. you could rely on Or, you know, you wanted to get a, a domestic uh, violence charge. Yeah, you could rely on you can rely on all on him and Big Ben for that. But um anyway. Anyway, uh yeah, I think that it's been <laughs> I think that it's just been a, a combination of things. First of all, they're just, they're in this weird spot where they got good receivers who are inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like they got they got three really good receivers. Uh um huh? Yeah, Deontay Johnson, Chase, Claypool, Juju, and Washington, right? Yep. And Washington. Those are those are four good. Those are four good receivers. And I, I see what you're saying, Larry, but it's like you here's the part where I say they're good, but they're inconsistent because you can see you see flashes of of Claypool where it's like, dude, yeah. this is this young gun is, is really good. Yeah. Right. And then you you know, we've seen Juju be good. Now he hasn't been as good since A B left mm-hmm. because it's there's levels to being good and being the number one receiver. Yes. And, yes. and we discussed this on the show before, mm-hmm. so I won't go too deep into it. But a number one is a number one, mm-hmm. and it's clear cut, and there ain't never a doubt about it. And I don't think Juju's the number one. I no. think he'd be better suited as a number two. But I think he'd be better suited as a slot. To be honest. yeah, you know what? To be honest, to be honest, as a but I think he could do just as well as as a two as he mm-hmm. could a slot. But yeah, I think you're correct on that. But um, I think you know they can be good, and then it'll be times where it's like, why can't y'all catch the ball? You know you know what the other thing, too, that I think has been a real drag for the Steelers, especially in that division, right? And I don't even want Junior to answer. You tell me, because I know you guessing like I am. Who's their tight end? Exactly. Oh, no, no. Ebron. Right? So again, Ebron. So, Ebron is a tight end. So, again, so again, exactly. Eric right? Ebron. And but, who, who, again, he kind of falls in that same category. Yeah, it's like, Eric Ebron can be good. Yes. Then he can be Eric Ebron. Yep. Man, but, that, but that's not a good thing. But if he ain't good, then you right. wondering who is it? So it's not like it's it's not a who is it? It was a uh, Heath was there. Yeah, Heath used to be time. there for a long time. Then it was Jesse James for a minute. Jesse that James. was really good. Yep, yep. But it's like now, and that's a big thing when you're talking about cold month football. True. Your True. running game. Mm-hmm. Your ability to do short yep. intermediate passing. Well, because they'll use they'll use their short intermediate passing as, as, as a running game, but then their receivers will drop those short intermediate catches. And then, you know what I mean? So it's, it's counterproductive. If you're gonna throw, yo, tree in the building, my my bro, tree, I, tree. I was just telling Junior the story of my 25th birthday when um <laughs> when we was at the club and uh and oh boy uh was uh, shooting next to our car. It's an inside joke. Tree, tree, tree know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was just telling him about that. But anyway, you know, long back to the um back to the uh, Steelers. Yeah, I think that's one of the things. They they their intermediate passing game mm-hmm. is suspect at times, mm-hmm. but then they have a big a big play 
component about their team yeah. at times. Yeah. Their running game is inconsistent is the best that you can say about their running game. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's – see, I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tree, remember? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it, it's inconsistent and non-existent at, at points. You know, so, you know, that's – they got that going for them. And then to get to Big Ben, mm. you know, I thought Big Ben had been playing good this year, but there's there's always this thing looming over Big Ben that he's about to do some Big Ben stuff at some point in the game, and it's and it's not good. That's not a good reference. Yeah. It'll be like, oh yeah, he's 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 you know he's he's making the passes, he's getting it there, but you know, you know, at some point in the game. You're going to be in the red zone, and he's going to throw a dumb interception. It's going to be or one is pump it, fake too many. Or one pump fake, or he's going to hold on to the ball too long or something like that. It's always going to come from Big Ben at some point. So, you know, you also got that. So they got a lot of things going. And to to Larry Love point, I know they don't want to play the Ravens. I won't, um, When me and my son was coming here, he goes, man, I don't want to have to play the Ravens in the first round. Because <laughs> we saw what they was doing with him with RG3. Mm. Mm. And listen, you can say what you want. The Ravens, you know, they've been up and down this year. Lamar been cooking the last couple, last couple weeks. And, and Lamar listen, has been and, cooking. And listen, say what you want, and I know, I know, Larry gonna be the first one to say nah, nah, nah. But say what you want. Des has made an impact on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Say what you want, but them X's. Oh, yeah, they well, they some different right now. Some different. Well, well, before we get on that, you know, I know nephew. He's a uh, Steelers fan. You know, um, <laughs> yo, yo, give me your Instagram name, man. Give him, give him, give him your social media because you know, y'all young dudes, y'all, your uh, TikTok. Go ahead, man. Give, give it to him. Got no TikTok. Instagram, next Marshall Lynch. Uh-huh. Let me tell you why that name is so dumb. <laughs> I listen. No, hold on, hold on. Yo, hold, hold on, on. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on, wait. You're not wait, gonna disrespect wait. my nephew like that. He ain't even get on the mic yet. Hold on, I'm a, but I'm gonna disrespect my son. So listen, <laughs> <laughs> nephew, this, I got this, you now. This is my this is the heir to the throne. If y'all didn't know, but um, this is why I, this is why I don't like his name. The next Marshawn Lynch, he don't play football no more. <laughs> he don't play football no more. Don Demarco. Now what, what you bang, gonna say? Now what bang. you gonna say? I, I'm gonna play next year. The only reason why I do not play football anymore. Because why? I transferred to Hill House. Okay. They got a football team. They do got a football team. But their football team is based off who the coach is, who the coach likes. All right. And even if I did trial, which I couldn't because I came late, I would get no real minutes. That's a lie. That's not a lie. That's a lie. That's not a lie. I'm telling you. Right. You nice. I've been, I've been to the, I've been to the practices. Uh, forgot the um. You remember the Steelers? Yo, yo Steelers on um, president. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's the, the head, head coach. He's a head coach. Don't like me. You know he don't like me. Well, that's because grandma. Exactly. So <laughs> that's the only reason why. So, I got so, you. so listen, um, Chris Senior, I just wanted to let you know, man. Another surprise announcement. Um, me and nephew are taking our talent. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to West Haven next year. There we oh, go. Man. There we go. Yeah, listen, we 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 tried to pull some strings. There. We tried to pull some strings to get him to play for Cross. We tried. Quite no, we tried. We yeah. tried. But I kept telling them, I'm like, man, you so rusty now. Who knows what you could do? Yo, Neff, <laughs> listen, listen, Neff. If you want to play, just highlight. Yeah, I got you. Oh yeah, but 
But back to your Steelers, though. You know, people said that you know that they that they peaked too soon. Hold on, then you said that you became a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah, I'm pointing you out there. What? I'm a Green Bay fan now. Hold on. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you telling me that's, live cheese, that's cheese too? It's not you crap. was a Steelers fan until week 13, 14. Now you. Are, I was a Steelers fan. Talk to the mic, man. You know how you rappers do it. Go ahead. I was a Steelers fan until Big Ben. Until we lost what we lost to the Bengals. Wow. I, I called my dad, I think the first quarter we were losing <laughs> to the Bengals. I was like, hey yo, if we lose this game, I'm I'm done. You ain't so, a real fan, man. You no, ain't a real fan. I've man. been a, I've been a fan since I was yes. like eight. Raphael, yes. He said yes. he gave up. No, yes. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm he done. called me. I'm at work. He called me. He go, man, just say it now. I'm like, what are you talking about? Now at the time, I was watching um, I was watching like CNN or something, because you know I'm old. So like, <laughs> I'm watching news. He was like, "Come on, Dad, just lay." I'm like, "What are you talking about, Junior?" He goes, "They're losing." I'm like, "Oh, what, what quarter is it?" He's like, "Oh, it's the first quarter." I was like, "Nigga, get off my phone with this." I was like, "There's so much game left." I'm like, "You'll be fine." They weren't fine. <laughs> they weren't they fine. Die, yo. They hey, quit, quit. Look, look, look. Chris, the rest of that conversation like this. Four weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so Raphael said, and you choose the slackers because he's a Bears fan, right? You're a Whoa. Bear. Yo. Hey. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. Controversial. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. I used to defend <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky when he first got into the league. Yeah, yo. yeah. This is the yo, young buck. This is the young buck yo. used to call Mitchell Trubisky the GOAT. Yeah, it's crazy. I, 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 used to, I used to defend him. You were smoking weed, huh? <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know, I know one thing. Raphael, well, we ain't even got to worry about Raphael because the Bears ain't going to see us anyway. Ooh. You you got a ticket that's about to get punched tomorrow. Ooh. So, John DeMarco, Marco. Bang, bang. Hardcore New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, also, shout out to Charlie Parker. You know, we, you know, this is our first time seeing him up here on the. Oh, show. shout out, Charlie. He said, All Patriots right. still is the most championship. Yeah, that's true, but Patriots ain't doing much this year. Uh, Steelers they ain't going to do a damn thing. Um, you like you said, it's about the freaking Chiefs. The Chiefs is a team to beat, and you know one team. I know it sounds crazy. Don't though. you say it. Don't you one say team, it. Don't you say one it. One team who I think can get the Chiefs to run oh, for their money. Say it. He's gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just, I was gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Good. In the words of my man, uh, what's up, Dan? I can't think of my man Dave. Uh, 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 what's that? God damn it. <laughs> Good, because you was going to say it. bad joke. <laughs> no, no, because he was going to say it, and you don't need to say it. I don't believe it. I wait, still don't wait, believe it. There's what he says. No one circled the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I said it, Chris. I said it. I said it. I'm saying, yo, listen. Yo, That's listen, a, listen. a Berman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I don't, we'll, we'll I don't believe in them. I don't. We'll I don't believe in, in them. Allen. I don't Josh believe Allen. in Josh Allen. I still he don't nice, believe right? in Josh Allen. Raphael, listen, let me know because I can let you win, baby. I can let you win. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. Don't. please do. Say the word, man. Please come. So, I baby, come through. Chris Berman, yes, there we go. Look, yeah. look, I'm about to do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, yeah. God. Come on now. Spice, Spice, you got to get that leg up higher than that. <laughs> you know, he come out the car. <laughs> it ain't going to higher than that. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to work on that double down. I was like, nah, this ain't good. This is it right here. <laughs> But nah, nah, I mean, you, like you know, again, I know that the Buffalo Bills, you know, they it's a little bit too premature. But you know, I don't know. They just, I don't know, man. Listen, I, I, I think, I, like I think them. the Buffalo Bills are a good team. They're yeah. a good young team. But I want to emphasis on the young part. Yes, yeah, sure. They ain't, I don't think they're ready. Now, listen, can they prove me wrong? Sure. 
I, I don't think they will though. They're a young team. I don't I don't think they're that's the match for the Chiefs right now. That's a shootout that they do not want. Right. And I and I seen them in a shootout against Arizona. <laughs> and oh, we yeah, remember yeah, how that yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. Arizona ain't been right ever since though. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right about that. Though, yeah. Arizona hasn't been right yeah, ever since that uh same, shootout. Which is which is crazy. You know, again, uh Rafi, you know what? One team I want to give them credit. Like you know, Rafael Dimension, Tennessee. They are a dangerous team, but I don't, I don't know. I, it, you know, they don't, gotta, they don't got that. We gotta say this for tomorrow. Okay, okay, Rafael, we are gonna say this for tomorrow. For the NFL show, yeah, because we got our NFL preview show. So Listen, you know, we, we ain't gonna. You know who you putting your trust in when you go to um Tennessee? Mm-hmm. And he's going. It's going to continue to be a problem because he has a problem because I am not like the media who just totally forgot what he was in Miami. And just gonna totally start knob slobbing him because he got a real running game and a real defense now. I mean, no, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't on duty. Not, not gonna, gonna do it. Not okay. Do so um I, I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. I'm never gonna believe in Ryan Tannehill. And Tennessee, Tennessee, even though they are good, you see their their shortcomings. Yeah, you yeah. see it. Yeah. Listen, actually, you know what? Let me take that back from Raphael. Y'all may, y'all may have a chance tomorrow because there's a good chance that we may sit Aaron. We should sit Aaron. Well, because, because we lost Bach. So Bach. Yo, shout year. out to um Bach. I saw that yesterday. So and I just you know immediately I my my heart went out to his fiance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, yo, this dude. <laughs> You know what he sound like? Remember, remember on the, <laughs> if y'all don't know yo. David Bakhtiari, fiance, you know, just look her up. <laughs> you sound like Mark Wahlberg. Bakhtiari going nowhere. Oh, and uh, other guys. Yes, that's what you sound like. I feel sorry for her. Like, yo, how about him? He's like, no, no, he's, like no, he's like, no, for real. Who, who is this? <laughs> that's the old ball and chain. Ball and chain. Wait, stop playing. Stop playing. Bye, Sheila. <laughs> All right, I don't no, think that he heard. Shut me. up, Alan. <laughs> Bye, Sheila. Go to the house, Alan. <laughs> I love you, Sheila. That's Chris right there. Hey, Chris, my leg broke. It don't matter. Bye, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you know, listen. I like David Bakhtiari, right? man. You know, but you like his fiance. I like his fiance more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at it. I'm at it. Yo, so um, real quick, uh, because we do have to do something real quick, um. You know, we've been on an hour. Thank everybody who's been tuning in. Yes, sir. Down heavy. You guys had a good conversation about Reggie Bush, right? Um, and mm. which I thought was so dope. That was, off, that was an off the cuff conversation, no, but, it, but it still was dope though, because I think that a lot of people feel the same way that you guys feel. Because I think for us, we're older, but we don't feel that old. So when you look back at Reggie Bush, it feel like he just played college like five years ago. Hold, hold on, but it did twenty years ago. Give it a second. I need he that nigga old. Cool. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking That's why I said, okay. give it a second. I said, give it a second. Listen, listen I ain't, listen, until the 31st, I'm still in my mid 30s. That nigga, 40 plus, okay? So, you know, Chris said, you remember Reggie Bush Day. Yeah, you should. <laughs> he, yo, he was, listen to you something. When they was in that Reggie Bush scandal with the uh, agent was going on, you remember? He was like, oh, man, me and his day with high school together. You talking about Junior? <laughs> I know Junior Bush. Chris uh, Ruck said, what? She, I watch SMU, boy. Man, they ain't gonna come back. They gonna come back. Yeah, you know, this nigga shit. Uh, quite with the high school with Redman. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Ruck did go to high school. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, 
Oh, God. I mean, Redman might have been a senior, but he was a freshman. <laughs> what I tell you? As I said, just give it a second. And, yo, I know and, and he think he's slick, too. He be throwing them moves. Yeah, he do. No, you do. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he do. Nah, you do. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. So that, that's John Stockton and Carmelo. Oh, yeah. You right about that, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah Larry. You right about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm I'm Listen, his football career didn't make it, but. Yeah, his. <laughs> Listen, to have an old ass dude on TV salivating over your girl. Oh, you that um uh what's his name? Uh who is the what's the old dude that did he don't um uh, god, what is his name? Musburger Musburger Musburger. Yeah. Oh he's like, oh wow, that's a fine piece right there. Oh wow. <laughs> he, was, he was like he's winning Heisman's on and off the field. <laughs> they was like, all right, hey, you gotta stop. Well, I'm just saying. Yo, he got a lot. Yo, he got a lot of heat for that. That's one of the reasons, like, he ain't on TV like that no more. Yo, a lot of um. Well, listen, it was a point where it was like funny, like how I did it, and then it got a little like old man creepy. It was was just like, I he did his Joe Namath. Yeah, it was like it was like I. You said she was cute. She obviously is. That's all well and (laughs) then he was just like, I mean, but I'm saying though, like, nigga D is hard, right? (laughs) Yo, they should have known that Joe. That Joe Namath joint was going left. He was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> when he did that, he was like, oh, look at your hair. Yo. Ah. He was done. He was done. They like, you're so, you're so beautiful. Like, they should have been like, Yo, cut the bike. Here's my thing, right? And we'll get back to the register thing. But here's my thing. Why don't these producers be trying to save people? Like, yo, Dude. fam, cut, cut. Just go to a commercial. Just stop it right now. Because he's about to say something wild. Because they wanted on You know why? Drink. Because during the meetings, they're like, listen, I know you drink a little bit of too much those seconds. You got <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I got it. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna get up there. And they do so well, and they do it in the spot where you can't go to commercial. That's when they do because these guys are like professional. All right, if you don't go to a commercial, this was they was on the sideline. This was um what was her name? Um Stacy uh there was was it the port uh black reporter? I don't know. Uh with Joe Namath. Oh no no no! It was the it was Stacy. It was wasn't it Stacy Dale Schumann? No 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 no! Oh. It's the one she does um NFL Live yeah. pregame now. Her name is Stacy. Oh no! Something anyway. Yeah, have her name. Anyway, this was a sideline. This was a sideline report that was going on. Susie Colbert. Yeah, they knew, Susie Colbert. They knew he was drunk yeah. before. They, they knew he was drunk on. before. So it's like, yo, if him and Susie Colbert and you see Joe is getting real Joe, yeah. right? You. Cut Susie and go right back up to uh, Al Michael and such and say, like, whoa, well, that was uh, not going to go good anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Charlie Parker said that Joe said, he did say, I just want to kiss you. Remember yeah, he did. <laughs> but that, that came funny. after, when he said that, that came after, ah. <laughs> yeah. He did that. He tried, he tried to touch a face. He's like, ah, I just want to get you. Listen, when he put that code on, I said, oh, this this going to be a shit show. Yeah. This yeah. going to be a shit show. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Just, you know, as a producer, and I'm saying this on the li- I'm saying this on live right now, Quack. You know, however big we ever get, if you see a nigga going down a hole, save me, son. Trust save me, me from I'm me, gonna, okay? I'm going to click click. <laughs> Help, Help me. me. <laughs> I'm going to click it. I'll, Help I'll, me, I'll, son. I'm definitely gonna click it. So, um, All right, but anyway, so right. real quick, so we were we, so we were talking about Reggie Bush, and again, it was just like a regular conversation. But I love to get everybody's perspective on this. Um, did Reggie Bush do enough in the NFL? Because I know, again, I had I was going back and forth, and you guys made some <sighs> good point because 
you know, we know Reggie Bush for his, his highlights in college. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, the B-Dog, you know, uh, killed him. It, it wasn't just him, though. Yeah, yeah. it was it wasn't was a whole lot of people. Him. It was a lot. It was a list. <laughs> but, dude, and then again, not realizing that Reggie Bush played 11 seasons in the NFL. I had no idea. He no also idea. played for the 49ers. Um, I don't know who else. I do remember the that was at the tail end. Yeah, that was yeah. at the tail end. But, but the tail end was different. So you're talking about the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. She did win the Super Bowl with him. No, yeah. yeah, he did. Right. Wasn't a big contributor, but yeah. No, he, he wasn't at all. He was you're on that Kim Kardashian curse. You're talking about the Dolphins? Uh-huh. Dolphins oh, is where he probably had his best, best, year. best yep. years. Yep. Um, then it was the 49ers, but it had to be somewhere in between there too, right? Could have now, been. He was like toward the end. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Niners just, was like his last team. Was it just three teams? Mm, I, I can't remember. Google it. I can't remember, Figure honestly. But at the end of the day, the discussion was, you know, when you tell the story of the NFL, mm-hmm. is Reggie Bush in it? And I said, nah. no. Nah. And I, he said, no. Now, when you tell the, the, the history of college, He's in it. He all over. He that in it. He all over that. I mean, he, he definitely it. is. I'm not saying he was. He definitely wasn't the best college running back ever, but he was electric. And mm-hmm. you know that combo that they had in USC, him and Lindell White, who Ooh, I think doesn't yes. get enough credit for. I agree. I mean, he took the brunt of all of, all of it, and he and Reggie got to just it was lightning and thunder. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it was just like yeah. that. It was lightning and thunder, and. uh it was that Tiki Barber, Brandon Jacobs combination. Yeah, easily, easily. Oh, yeah. And um, he played for New Orleans. This is Reggie Bush. He played for New Orleans, Miami, Detroit, San Francisco, Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. and Buffalo. And Buffalo, and that's so right. Buffalo yeah, was the end. Buffalo yeah, yeah, yeah. was the end. Okay, Buffalo I forgot about in. Buffalo. So exactly because he probably yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. But he just, you know, as Ruck said in our conversation, I remember Reggie Bush in the pros more for getting lit up. Than anything true. else. That's sad. Yeah. I'm talking about getting blown up. But you like, gotta remember, even when he was coming in, everybody, if you knew football, you knew that it wasn't gonna be what you saw in college. Yeah. yeah. Because but, it, yeah. it was just a different thing. Again, he was a small back. And then again, he should not have been a running back. Cause this one running backs were still being used. You know what yes. I mean? Like Adrian yes. Peterson. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, so um, he probably would have been more productive thing. as a slot. Yes. And that's as what a slot receiver. Yeah. Reggie. Right. That's what he should have well, been. Well, yeah, Reggie could have been, as we talk about, he could have been like what a Christian McCaffrey, a Le'Veon Bell yeah. kind of worked. Because I felt like Reggie Bush came into the NFL right when the NFL started to say, you know what? We can do two backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two, yeah. we don't necessarily, it's hard to find an Adrian Peterson. I know people might think that is not. Even when you find those, because I think the 49ers as late have found like just these good backs that you necessarily didn't know that well from college, but they could come in and they could be serviceable. But to find a star, a solidified every down star back is rare. Tennessee got that. Ten- well, you know what? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that because I don't think that Derrick Henry is a great pass catcher. Not, not okay, that he can't, but I'm just I'm talking about can do everything, can block. Can run, can catch. You know what I mean. All so of those that could, could line up. Marshall huh? Falk could yeah. line up if you needed him to. Could line up in the but, slot, okay. stuff like that. But here's the thing, though, and this is what people kind of compared Reggie to was Marshall. But yeah. people always misconstrued Marshall was a bigger back. He was yeah, a better. He, yeah. he was way bigger way than bigger. what Reggie was. Yeah. And Reggie even alluded to it on his Instagram post. He said the one thing that he made sure that he took care of over his 10, 11 years. He said he always did legs. He never did anything with his upper body. Mm-hmm. So, which 
which is really ironic that you wouldn't work on that, being that you're a running back in mm-hmm. your shoulders, shoulders yeah. and your arms. He went to I USC. Get, I, mean, I get on. taking care of your I mean, legs, but you know what I'm saying? But, optional. but, but <laughs> it is. But but Reggie, as opposed to all these other backs that we're talking about, it it was totally different. Marshall Falk was at least 20 pounds heavier than what Reggie was. Oh, yes, for sure. Easily. And 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 was proportionally different. Yeah. He was he was definitely a heavier type back, but I think again, like we said, whatever Reggie did in college, he was absolutely electric. Yeah, Every he time he touched the ball, yeah. his footprint is all over that. But in terms of the pros, I again, besides getting blown up, footprints this is on him. This is exactly <laughs> footprints on him. Yeah. I remember he brought Kim Kardashian down to the field for the Super Bowl, and I was like, Wow, Ain't never been the same. I was like, Yeah, okay, Reggie, you looking like Ray J right now. <laughs> And then wasn't that before Ray J though? It was it? No, it was after because I hit it, I hit it, I hit it, I hit it. No, no, that was with she was with Kanye when he did that. No, but no, it was, but he came before Reggie Bush, though. A lot of people came before Reggie Bush. You know what? That's what Ray J said. You know what? But um and then his and then his new joint, if she don't look like him. So maybe the hits did. <laughs> Yo, yeah, she got some. Yeah, she, they, they she got a real like similarity. Yeah, for yeah. real, for sure, for sure. But I mean, I mean, no, there will be no Hall of Fame nah, conversation no, no. for Reggie. Not at all. If it's not college, I mean. But that was the thing as we were talking about it, it was just like, you know, you think of Reggie Bush, and it's like you know he played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know he made some sort of an impact mm-hmm. in the NFL, but it just doesn't seem significant. Yeah, no, no, no. Nobody remember Reggie Bush in NFL. It's it's like this. Like, if you, another player that I think, when you're talking like flash in the pan, right, everybody remembers De- Devin Hester when he was at Miami. Yeah. Mm. Everybody yeah. remembers that, yeah. right? And everybody remembers him when he was in the pros. Very he true. Yeah. Same, he had that same type right. of impact. Yeah, especially you know what I'm isn't he like the all-time return leader? Yeah. Isn't, like, well, because yeah. you know what, Devin was as explosive in yes. what he did in college in the pros. Now, and as far sad, as being like, an every-down receiver, that wasn't really no, his. But he could have been if he was on the right team. I yeah, think. Well, see, here's the thing: if 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 it's got to be, you got to be on the right team. You in it, bro? You in it, bro? If it's got to be, well, on the right team, you could have been. No, no, no. As a returner. And shout out to William Perez. Um, as a returner, punt returner, kickoff returner, like you was in college, you were electric. Just that's the, and that's what you was. And I'll remember you for that. As a as a receiver, eh. yeah, because even right. because even in college, like he wasn't like known as a receiver. So mm-hmm. you, like yeah. he was a dude. as just like you know what? He's one of them type of players where just get the ball in his hands. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Thing. Florida had a guy like that back when Urban was there. What was his name? I'm flaking on Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. Harvin. Percy yeah. Harvin. Just and I'll remember yeah. Percy Harvin in the NFL yeah, yeah. because he was one of those guys, he not did, not necessarily a receiver. I mean, even though that was his position, but it was like, yo, just on sweep, on jet sweeps, something. or if you could just get the ball in his hands, he can make something happen, oh, no I matter what. Had a guy like that too. Uh, what's his name? Well, Ted Ginn or San Antonio Holmes? Something Junior. Or Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, I just fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah I think you're yeah. gonna see KG about I no, no. Listen, <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. There's so many people to pick from. I need you to be a little more. Oh my oh, god! god. It's, just, it's just, it's just so many, man. Well, like, you see, just... 
Since we about to go. Yeah. I mean, we really are wide receiver you oh, and wow. DBU oh, you know and linebacker you. I mean, it's just we just put them out. And you know what? And as of recently, we're DNU as well. I mean, we talking. Yeah. We talking. I'm ahead Hold on. We talking about in a four-year span, we talking Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, yeah. Chase Young. That's true. That's, true. That's what we talking That's about true. here. All right? So get right with yourself. And, and, and Chase, <laughs> and shout out to Chase because he is absolutely proving Mel Kuyper wrong and turning into yes. the animal that he was. Uh, also, State. you also need to put Skip Bayless on that list because he, he was also one of the yeah. ones saying, oh, man, I really don't see him yeah. as that kind of game changer guy. And it was like, I right, Skip. Keep smoking that crack you smoking. Speaking of, speaking of Washington fan, uh, Styling, she's a she's a uh, Washington football fan. So shouts out to her. Oh man, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> but sorry to hear you. I'm saying though, but you team. talking about your boy? I mean, he's played for Washington, so. Oh yo, no yeah. doubt. Come up here and talk some baseball. Yeah. Uh, what's your team? Um, he probably, he probably Yankee. Yankee. I, I know. Let's go Yankees. Listen, I'll be, I want, I'll be wanting to hear somebody go have Yankees. some, some diversity. You know what I mean? Maybe he might say the, the Reds. I don't know. Yeah, uh, let me, get, let me at least give him the, the oop. Hey, yo, Charlie, thank you for tuning in again. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, everybody tuning in. Um, you know, thank y'all so much. So we do have to go, but we, you know, before we go, we do gotta do our um say word. That's when Pastor. Um, Sean Rucker get on here and he give us a good word. So what's a good word for today, sir? Listen, listen, listen. So I'm going to take the word that we had last night because shout out to my sis dot dot, a.k.a. MJ, a.k.a. the amazing host of the Reasoning Minds podcast. Right. No on doubt. the DSTM network. Yes, sir. Um, So here, here it is, people. We are in 2021. Hmm. One of the things we talked about last night, check your circle. If your circle ain't right, if you ain't around people that are motivating you and requiring you to do more and be more, that ain't the type of folks that you need around you in 2021. You already left 2020. Everybody's sick of it, right? Don't repeat the mistake in 2021. So check your circle, people. And like I always say, think big, but most importantly, be easy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On that note, yes, AP, I remember you and your cousin. Move for New York, you know, a uh, Yankees fan. You know, shouts out to him, shouts out to him. But again, thanks again for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Mestre Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rock Report. Cheers. Peace out. Don't Shoot the Mestre Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rock Report, a.k.a. Ready? This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, and we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me. X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family. What up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast.